Welcome to the Restored Living Podcast. We are your hosts, Josh and Jalen Harrell. We are a husband and wife who are passionate about partnering with people to rebuild, restore, and renew their life to the purpose God has for them. In 2018, God took our broken marriage and restored it to something beautiful. And we believe he wants to restore the parts of your life that seem broken too. Join with us as we talk openly, transparently about faith, health, marriage, sexuality, family, and everything in between. This This is is Restored Restored Living. Living. Squeaky chair, squeaky chair. Things are about to happen. Here we go. Episode three. This is it. I'm excited. Episode three of the Restored Living Podcast. I'm Jalen Harrell. And I'm Joshua Harrell. And we're so glad that you're here. Yes, we are so, so excited. This episode, um, I'm excited for you guys to hear what we have to share today just because it has been really transformative in our life in so many ways. Um, but before we dive into that, because there will be plenty that we but into this half Before we begin, um, but going wait, to just more. <laughs> <laughs> there's always more. Just going to kick off with some quick housekeeping things. So first of all, if you don't know, this whole uh, crazy wild journey does not just take place on Tuesdays. The restored living community is alive and well over on Instagram, and so alive and well, <laughs> alive and well, we're alive and well um, on Instagram. So go ahead and hop on over there and give us a follow on there, and even shoot us a DM and just say, "Hey, I found you guys through the podcast. We'd love to just connect." with you there yeah. um we we love the social media platform but we love it because we get to actually connect with people mm-hmm. one-on-one there's some fun reels in there yeah. and we're having a we're having a blast over yeah. there answering questions resources all the fun things yeah for sure so definitely give us a follow in there and, and hit us up and let us know you're there other thing is uh if you are finding this valuable and you're finding things in here that are just enriching your life and your own journey of uh, growth and restoration in, in all the different ways. We would love for you to give us a follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Those are the two main areas we have so far figured out where to stream this to. Um, and if you uh, feel inclined to rate and review that, we would really appreciate it. It just lets more people know what's happening over here at Restored Living. It gets this into the hands of the people who need it. Yep. And um, quite frankly, you have you have relationships and people that you interact with that we may never know. And so uh, share this with them if you feel like it's something that would enrich their life um, because we want to be a resource to whoever we can. And speaking of sharing, sharing in your stories or on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you feel led to share. I mean, I know of so many podcasts that I've shared over the years that have just brought me so much value and they've brought other people so much value too. Mm. And I think that's how we can just help each other get better too. Yeah. And if this, you know, resonates with you, that's such a powerful way to be able to improve someone else's life too. Yes, it is. So all the housekeeping is now done. The house is clean. The house is clean. And now we are ready. (laughs) So uh, obviously if you've hung around with us the last few weeks, you've heard, um, you know, a little bit of my story a little more, a little bit more of Jalen's story and just her journey. And this episode we're really excited about because it's all about health. And you might be thinking, oh my gosh, what is this? What does that mean? (laughs) Like, what is health? Well, um, we're... We take an approach to health that's a little different uh, than some people in the sense that we really look at health from all areas. And Jalen, over the last almost seven years. Yeah, it's been almost seven almost years. Almost seven God's years. God's number. We're coming <laughs> up on God's number now. Um, but almost seven years, she has really just become um, a pioneer of, of health mm-hmm. in all the areas, not just in our family, but she has literally helped transform thousands of lives through um, just her passion for health. Um, beyond just physical health, but emotional and spiritual and mental and 
all the areas, relational. I mean, it just goes on and on. But she really is going to take the lead on most of today because she she really has taken the lead on this in our family and is a lot of the reason why we are where we are today. And so I'm super excited for us to, to kick this off. So all that being said. All that being said. Give us a little background. Like what what got you into this world of health in the first place and and got you into kind of like the, I mean, you're, you're a health coach. We both are, but you really take the lead in that. Tell us, like, how did you get into that world? Has that always been a passion of yours? What's the context there? I love how this is, like, interview style, but we're both going to be talking about <laughs> our passion for health oh, yeah. and yes, all the totally things. And, and I hope that this just feels like a conversation in a living room together because mm-hmm. I think health... There's so many, um, there's so many different pieces to health and hopefully we can shed some light to you on what health really is, that health isn't a diet, that it isn't a number on the scale, that, um, there is so much that God wants to do in you and through you in your health. And I've just seen that be so true over yeah. the last six, almost seven years. I feel like I should just start calling it seven because we're <laughs> pretty should. much close enough. Almost there. But um, yes, yeah, so like Josh said, we own a, a health coaching practice called Restored Health Coaching. You can follow it on Instagram. I give healthy recipe tips. I give um, healthy, my, I mean, I'm a coach of all sorts of things. So I'm putting my coach hat on today and sharing with you about the power of health and what it can do in your life. And I think this is such a fun, fundamental piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. right Josh like when when you think about restoration and and what God's done in our lives a lot of it has come from our journey through health and wellness and I do believe you guys and we're going to get into this in a little bit but I believe that God wants you to be a healthy person right he wants I mean we weren't designed I don't think in the garden Adam was an unhealthy dude. Like, I think he was in the healthiest forms. Eden was designed to be just this great place where nothing bad was happening and we didn't have the struggles of, I can tell you, weight loss was not something that was going to be a part of God's design, right? Like, good and bad foods. I mean, all of it. Like, health was just how God made us. And we're going to get into the the scripture behind that and a little bit and a little bit more of the biblical yeah. stuff, but a little bit more about how we, how we got into health. Because if you guys see us on Instagram, <laughs> you might not think we've ever had a problem with our health because Josh is a pretty jacked dude. <laughs> if I'm, I'm just being honest, like everyone's like, I want muscles oh like gosh. Josh. Um, oh. And then if you've seen me, most people that I tell nowadays, they don't know the previous me. So let me just take you back walk down memory lane and tell you I was overweight my whole life you guys I love food so much I still do um I have I now know that I have an emotional eating addiction so there's a lot of food and health and this was an area of struggle for me for a long time And it's an area that God's restored in my life Mm -hmm. in so many ways. And so I hope to share that restoration with you and share how you can do the same things, Mm -hmm. how you can find goodness and, um, you know, kindness towards yourself and your body Mm -hmm. and confidence just and purpose that God has for yourself through your health. There's so much that health can unlock. So um, I'll, I'll let Josh tell a little bit of his story too, but for me, um, obviously, like I said to you guys before, I, uh, I've been overweight my whole life. <laughs> like my mom was a real good cook and I don't know about any of you guys, but like, I love good 
food. And so my mom would cook and, and I was one of those, I was the chubby kid y'all. Like when I was growing up, I was the kid that would have two burgers. And I thought that was like so cool that I was like eating two burgers when everyone else was having these baby portions. And I was like, I'm a big kid. I got this. And, um, I just loved living life. I'm a seven on the Enneagram. So like my cup is never full (laughs) and my plate is never full. And so I just wanted more and more of whatever food I was eating for whatever reason I was eating it, right? Happy, sad, mad, all the things. I just, I enjoy life and I enjoy food and I wanted all of that goodness. And so, um, I didn't have good boundaries with food growing up. Um, but early on I had to diet. Like I was told by my doctors, many of them, you need diet and exercise and you can be laughing in your head about this as you listen to this too, if you've ever heard that yourself. But, um, I think ever since I was in middle school, I was told diet and exercise, diet and exercise, diet and exercise. And it was like this terrible soundtrack that played in my head that I was not enough because of my size. And looking back on that, um, you know, it's interesting, especially since we're raising kids, like we can tell both of our boys, if you haven't listened to any podcasts in this, your first podcast, we have two boys. One is seven and one is four, almost five. And um, they're both very different body shapes. Mm-hmm. Like both oh, of yeah. them are very different. And so my oldest son, he's a little bit chunkier. Like he's he's more husky, like yeah. looking. And um, Declan is like a rail. Like he's just lean, mean. Last night he was doing handstands on the wall. And I'm like, you're like a CrossFitter before you're even at that level. But you can tell that they just have different temperaments. Mm. And um, I had a different temper. I was a very active kid, but I also really loved to eat because I was so active. And so um, it was just really something that I grew up with. Weight was always an issue. What about you, Josh? Well, it's interesting because we, we grew up with similar stories, but different, like different root causes, I feel like. Yeah. So yours was like out of a desire to just have enjoyment. Like you just loved, you love life. Yeah. Food was my fun. Yeah. You just had fun with food. And so for me, I grew up just, my family just had a long history of being overweight. That was just like our, that was our norm. That was our, 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 I don't know what you would call it. It just was how it was. Our whole family was like that. And Um, and there's been a lot of healing in my family in that way. And my parents are, you know, kudos to them because they took on their health, you know, after, even after I was out of the house and, and they really took charge of that and they've grown in so many ways. And, and we've all grown, I think out of what we, what the culture was in our home growing up, but we were all really negative towards ourselves. So Mm -hmm. our, I think our unhealth was rooted in just a lot of negativity towards our bodies, towards ourselves as people, not feeling good enough. Um, and so I just, I was always overweight. I mean, I distinctly remember being in, gosh, probably first or second grade. And this was back when school still made you like go in and everyone would, would measure their height and they would like check <laughs> you for scoliosis and they'd weigh you in front of everyone. And I remember, those I remember like the moment that I first was aware of, of my body and feeling shame was like in first grade. And I was standing in line walking back to class with everyone and I just had this distinct realization that I was a lot bigger than everyone else in my class. Mm. And I felt so much shame about that. And it was like, that was the moment where the body shame turned on for me. And then it was years of wearing hoodies through the summer and not going swimming in pools because I felt uncomfortable with my shirt off. And that lasted up into our marriage and for several years. And and uh, it was 
the start of the healing of that process was was seven years ago almost when we started this journey of health in our life that did start with our bodies because that was what we could see on the outside. But we even at the beginning, I think we knew we were getting into it for more than just our physical bodies. We knew there were some things underneath that that we needed to deal with. And um, and for, for me, it was a lot of shame. There was a lot of shame underneath that. There was a lot of um, like self-loathing. There was a lot of um, identity issues mm. below that as well. But, uh, but it's been such a huge area when Jay said earlier that, you know, a lot of the healing we've experienced in restoration in our life has been rooted in health. It really has because this was the first step. This was the first area that we started to really experience tangible healing in our bodies that led to transformation in our minds and in our hearts and in our, our relationships with the Lord. I mean, it was Mm -hmm. like so much more than we expected. Um, but it started with what we could see and what we, what we were walking in every day, which was our physical health. Totally. So we were married in 2012 yeah, and it was the December of 2012 Mm -hmm. that we started this program that we now coach. And we started this program because a few friends of ours, we'd watched them kind of go through this transformation and we were like, okay, if they can do it, we can totally do it. And you'll notice that 2012 (laughs) is more than seven years ago and you're going to hear why because this is where it started, but this is not where like it really started. No, but this was, I think sometimes, and I don't know, this word might be for someone, but sometimes you need to go back to something that was good and really give it a real shot, like in reality. Mm -hmm. And that... I just was not ready for the transformation that was going to happen two years later, right? So in 2012, I lost 40 pounds in four months. And um, honestly, I did a diet. I really did. Like my, I had a health coach. She would call me and I wouldn't answer the phone. (laughs) I was, I hated talking on the phone. I was, there's this like book component that comes with the program that helps you learn healthy habits. And I, I was starting to learn some of those healthy habits and changing some of my habits in my life. But nothing really tangibly happened. I kind of, I had started to feel better. And then I was like, I got this. I can do it on my own. And those are like the words that have the kiss of death on your life. Because (laughs) you can't do anything worthwhile on your own. We just weren't created to be alone. Like it even says it in Genesis. Like man was not created to be alone. And it's so important for us to do things with other people and with accountability. And so... In 2015, I was three months postpartum with my son, and at this point, I gained all of my weight back. I was at the healthy, or healthy, I was not at the healthy, I was at the most unhealthy spot in my life, and I was weighing in at almost 250 pounds at 5'6", you guys. I was not in a good place. I was tired all the time, and I was barely eating as a new mom because you're just so overwhelmed by like all of the things that you have to do that you just don't know what to do. And Josh had a little bit of weight on himself too and definitely like some body image issues that weren't being dealt with. Yeah. And and we were very codependent with each other. And if you don't know what codependency is, it's basically like you have to do the thing that other people do and it's like your dependence is on someone else. Yeah. Well, and, for us, just a lot of our choices and our joy yeah. and like all the outcomes we wanted in our life would rise and fall on the other person. So if she got a frosty from Wendy's, I would get a frosty from Wendy's. (laughs) If she got a blizzard, I would get a blizzard, which was like Dang that Dairy Queen down the street. (laughs) Dang it. Whole first pregnancy. I think we had a blizzard the last like trimester almost every night. It was, it was terrible. It was, yeah, it was, it was, there was a lot of codependency happening there. And so, I uh, I was three months postpartum with my son, and he was swinging in his rocker, and I remember this moment like nothing else. I was watching, I was binge watching Netflix at the time. Josh was working night shift as an ICU 
cardiac ICU nurse. And I was like so lonely and all of my friends were still like single or dating. Like no one was married. No one had kids. I'm the ripe old age of 22. And I just, I had no energy to even hold my baby boy. And I had no other kids. Like it was just him. And I was watching Parenthood, if you guys remember that show, Parenthood, Lauren Graham's character had a son and they were playing around in the yard. And it was that image that will forever be seared into my brain because it was that moment where it was like a light switch flipped on. And some of you might might have had that or will have that, I believe, in the next week or so as you think about like what you're going to do in the new year and getting healthy and all of these things. You're going to have that light switch moment where you're going to see something that you desire to have in your life and instead of being jealous of it, it's going to drive you into action. Mm-hmm. And those moments... Oh, run with those moments yeah. because that moment for me changed everything. It wasn't that even that show was about getting healthy, but it, I was like, I don't want to live like this anymore. Yeah. And I drew a line in the sand and I said, okay, I did this program two years ago. It worked. What if I gave it the real try? Like, what if I just went all in with it? And even the parts I didn't yeah. care for, even the parts that felt uncomfortable, what if I just did it? And y'all, I lost 95 pounds in nine months and completely changed my life. And I've kept it off for six and a half years. We've, like Josh said, we've helped thousands of people get healthy in the process of that. Um, It's been honestly like that fundamental change Mm -hmm. in our underlying structure has brought us to where we are today. I'm convinced that if we didn't do the hard work in something so basic Mm -hmm. as our health and nutrition and, and wellness in our mind... I wouldn't have had the capacity, I think, yeah. to work through our marriage stuff. Right. Three years, was it, wait. Yeah. Three years later? Yeah. 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 Three years, almost exactly three years after. Yeah. So it changes a lot in our worlds. And there's something that I want to share a scripture with you guys because this scripture was one of the reasons God really gave me this at the beginning of my health journey when I was getting healthy. And it's 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20. And it says, don't you realize that your body, oh, and this is the NLT version, by the way. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? Okay, now I want to pause there because <laughs> that verse is so powerful and so meaty. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? People will preach to you and say your body is a temple. Your body is a temple. Your body is a temple. But That's not the point of this verse. The point of this verse is that it's the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God. You have purpose. That's what this verse is saying. A temple was a place of worship, a place of purpose. People went, didn't just go there to go there. People just didn't go there to survive. They went there to commune with God. And praise him and worship him and thank him for the things that he was doing in their lives and offer up sacrifices for things that they were praying for. There was so much happening in that temple. And how often do we just treat our bodies like, eh, whatever. It's an afterthought. Yeah. It's like, well, this is the, that's like probably my biggest pet peeve is when people are like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to be this way. Y'all, no. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. You have purpose. And really, honestly, this verse, I think what stuck out to you so much for us is that we've grown up in the church. We grew up with the Bible being a huge foundation for our lives. 
but I cannot tell you how little attention was given to the topic of Of honoring our bodies. And, And here's the thing. This verse comes in the context of talking about running from sexual sin and sexual immorality. That's the, that's the overarching context of this. However, this, it does not say that that's the only reason that your body's a temple. And it also says the verse that comes after that, you do not belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price. Mm -hmm. So you must honor God with your body. And what I saw as we started to journey in our health was that this is for, for the church. I'm going to call out the church a little bit. The, The church as a whole this is an area that we do not take seriously. Yeah. We do not, our physical health, we will talk all day long about, and these are all important things, but we'll talk about, you know, run from sexual immorality. Don't look at pornography. Don't abuse your body. Mm. But you know, you know what? Like putting crappy food in your body is abuse. Yeah. It's abuse to your body. And some of you are going to hate me for saying that, but here's the thing. Oh, y'all, did we mention we put our coaches' hats on today? So if you don't so, like it, that's okay. But, but just be curious as to why you don't like it so much. Um, but this is not just about, this is not about being a certain size. This is not about being a certain weight. This mm-hmm. is about honoring God with our whole selves. And there's yeah. a certain, I believe there was a certain level of, of communion with the Lord and, and depth in our, in our spiritual journey that we had not tapped into because we were physically unhealthy True. because the physical unhealth is usually rooted in emotional unhealth mm-hmm. in spiritual unhealth in medicating ourselves because we're not actually taking the things that we're medicating to the Lord. We're not asking him to bring healing. We're not asking him to bring wholeness into our life. Instead, we're running to food because it's easy and it's close or alcohol, whatever your thing is. And that is that is dishonoring and it is abuse to our bodies. And it is, it is it's, it's like somebody going into the temple and just like, throwing crap all over the place like that's what it that's what it comes down to yeah totally and I think um you know I I used to always feel and I don't know if you feel the same way but when I was overweight I always felt like there was a healthy person inside of me and I was wearing a fat suit Mm -hmm. and that is what this verse is talking about right like there is there is a purpose that God has designed for your life that you are able to do from healthy spaces and do it so much better. Like the Holy Spirit is able to work and flow inside of you in ways that you would not even imagine. But health has to be the center. Like we have to be good stewards of the things that we have been given. And you've been given this body. And I thought about that with my kids. Like what kind of a mom am I going to be to my son if I can't like run around with him as a boy and play with him? Yeah. And... I mean, I tell you this morning, I haven't done cardio in a while, so I was feeling it, but we were dancing around and running around with the kids and Declan totally beat me and I was like, gosh dang it, I need to like work on my stamina. (laughs) But we were dancing around and and getting tired and huffing and puffing, but the fact that I could do all of that activity, I would miss out on opportunities with my kids and those are just some of the things that we don't realize we're missing out on when our health is out of alignment. Yeah. And I just had this image pop into my mind because I'm going back to when you were talking about the garden and talking about what God designed. And and I just think about the times where I was like, gosh, I just wish I could be healthy. Like I wish that mm. I wish that I could get this weight off my body. I wish that I could be more active. I wish I could be strong. And what I'm realizing, even as I'm thinking about it now, is that I think that's a I think that's an eternal longing. Like that's a, that's a, that's oh, a garden, yeah. that's a garden of Eden longing, right? Where yes. there was this perfect place where humanity coexisted with the Lord and there was no shame about our bodies. There was yeah. no aches. There was no pains. There was no 
inability to live. It was just the fullness of life as God made it. And I think if we can reorient ourselves and realize that in pursuing health, we're pursuing we're pursuing what God meant for us to have all along. If we if we keep that focus of it, right? If our sole desire is to honor God in this part of our lives and to experience the healing and restoration that he has, and we don't make it about the it's not it's not bad to want to to feel good in your skin or to not, you know, to want to like what you see in the mirror like I love that I feel more confident in my body around my wife now and that I can, you know. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I <laughs> love it too. <laughs> but there's like, I we love that aspect of things. Yeah. And I will tell you, like our physical life got more enjoyable when we got the weight off our bodies. Yeah, it really dude. did. <laughs> and, <laughs> healthy marriages, like, healthy people. Marriages, but, but there's also at the core of it is just a longing to be as we always were meant to be. Yes. And I think that that is good and that that is, that is this life. We are always longing for the things of eternity. We're always longing for when there, mm-hmm. when there is no more um, brokenness, when there is no more need for healing because everything's been restored. And that's why, that's why we were so passionate about this in, in helping people experience this restoration even in the now because it's, I mean, think about it. It's part of bringing heaven to earth. Like in heaven, there will be no more unhealth. There will be no, no more disease yeah. or unhealthy bodies. So it is part of bringing the imagery of, of heaven and bringing the reality of that into our daily lives. And it, it, it awakens this fullness of life, I think. Right. And I think also one thing that I didn't realize that like my desire to have certain foods and things like that was, it was an identity issue for me. And mm. if you haven't gone back and listened to our episode, it really ended up being on identity yeah. episode two where jo- we interviewed Josh. But, um, this was a big identity for me yeah. was in being the fat girl or in mm-hmm. being the overweight one. And some of you guys need to take that identity that was placed on you by other people or by the way that your body looks and you need to throw it away and you need to open up your Bible and you need to read about what God has designed for you. And yeah. that those scriptures, I mean, this scripture really... It convicted me in a lot of senses. I was like, I am not treating my body like a temple. And I want to treat it like a temple because my relationship with God matters to me. And I I want to be able to live out the calling that he has placed on my life. And that's so important. And so let's get into how we can do this in two different ways. So first, let's talk about physically. Yeah. Right? So physical health. How do we have physical health? In our life now, I want to just um, I want to just say this. <laughs> say this. I'm putting my coach hat on quite literally because um, y'all, we have some messed up theories about what health is. Yeah. And so, first thing I want to say is the difference between getting healthy. Well, there is a difference between getting healthy and weight loss. I think so many people are hung up on the amount of pounds that they have to lose, but what is that going to bring you? Yeah. Like, how does that transform your life? And if you're only focusing on the 30 pounds you have to lose and that's the only thing that you're focusing on, you got to go deeper than well, that. And it's going to be miserable too. Like, yeah. it's where you've got to put your focus on what you're wanting to create. And that was a huge shift for us was that physical health had always been about running from our fat problem. Yeah. Like, that was it. We were just always either literally running, trying to run the way off, or just constantly running from our our use of food and running from the 30, 40, or 95 pounds that we were carrying on mm-hmm. our bodies. And it was in it was in this 
decision that we made that we said, what are we going to create in our life? Yes. And we started asking that question in our physical health and it really opened up the doors of possibilities because suddenly we were the creators of our life. We weren't just trying to run from like these problems that were chasing us down. Yeah. Yeah. And I think pursue weight loss, you're losing something, right? Like you lose the weight, but then now what? What happens when the weight is gone? What also, you, most things that you lose, what do you do? You find it again. You go to look for them. Right. So it's almost counterintuitive to focus on just weight loss. Truth. Now, the truth is that in creating health, yep. getting rid of extra weight on your body, letting go of extra weight on your body, is pro- it may be a part of that. And for many of us, it is a starting place. Letting go of that weight allows us to take up the kind of life that we actually want to be living. Well, and here's the other thing that I'll say. It's not your fault. You guys, the society that we are in, just from like a scientific standpoint, the society... (laughs) We're set up to fail. We are set up to fail. Like you can literally take your phone right now and order a cheesecake. I could have a whole pizza here in 20 minutes. Right, exactly. That's like 1,500 calories. And no one would bat an eye at it. And no one could know. No one would care. I don't have to work for it either. Exactly. Exactly. You have to to do nothing but like we used to have to hunt and gather and that's how God designed our bodies. And, And the ease of life now is that surrounding is harming us. And so I want to just say, it's not your fault that you are like craving the pizza and the ice cream when there's a million different options that you can do from DoorDash right at this minute, right? But pursuing the idea of getting healthy versus weight loss is is and should be our first priority. And the second thing I want to mention in physical health is what a healthy weight does. So when you reach a healthy weight for yourself, and I found this too, when I lost 95 pounds, I didn't magically arrive at some mystical land. <laughs> I just had nothing hindering me anymore. Yeah. I had nothing hindering me anymore. But then that process started a who am I mm-hmm. now that all this weight is gone? Like, what do I like to do? What, what do I want to have my life be like? And it's really a pro- getting healthy is a process yeah. of figuring out where your identity really should be lying yep. in Jesus, ideally, right? Yeah. But I know some of you guys maybe don't believe in Jesus. I would encourage you to open your Bible. And he loves you, and he wants you to be a healthy individual, body, mind, spirit. Yeah. There's so much more to your health than just your physical mm-hmm. body. And you will see that as you pursue health Mm -hmm. in such a grand way right but a healthy weight also helps us to produce more fruits of the spirit so i found as i lost my 95 pounds i was kinder i was gentler i was more patient you're more joyful i was more joyful i mean all of the fruits of the spirit y'all i was and again not a surprise because your body is the temple of the holy spirit right so if your body is physically unhealthy Mm -hmm. and you are aching and hurting and hindered the fruits of the spirit are going to be limited in your life because yeah. it's like it's like you're just heaping junk on top yeah. of this temple and it, what's inside of it cannot get out. And it's yeah. not because of a lack of it, the power of the Holy Spirit, but it's simply because we are actively choosing, whether mm. we know it or not, to Ooh, hinder preach ourselves. It. Preach and it, babe. so you take away those hindrances and guess what? The Holy Spirit is going to flow through you and the fruits of the Spirit are going to... Now, obviously, it's not just that. There has to be... Like there has to be a relationship with the Lord there too. But it is, if, if this, if you're like, why am I not seeing the fruits of the spirit in my life? I'm in the word. I'm praying. I'm spending time with Jesus. Why am I not seeing this? 
well, how's your body doing? Yeah, it might are be you, the kink in your house. Are you exhausted? Are you sleeping in? Mm. Are you are you you know are you short tempered with your kids yeah. and your wife because your blood sugars are all out of whack? Are you? Can we you talk know, about leadership for a second, just really quick? Oh, yeah. So lead. Let's talk about leadership for a second because okay. there are so many people that I see lead that have a weight problem. Y'all, all that weight is is just the outward symbol of what's going on inside. Yeah. Like I have not met one healthy person and I'm just going to, or one unhealthy person that didn't have baggage on the inside mm-hmm. that caused the weight gain. Yeah. Like we're just, we're in a broken and hurting world. Yeah. And it's not that you're bad or that you should feel shame. No, 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 no. no. But there is freedom for you. It's, God wants yeah. freedom from whatever you are wrestling with and not giving to him and holding yeah. on to or seeking comfort from Things that will not give you the comfort yeah. that God can give you. Yeah. That was what really, um, really hit me hard. Yeah. Was I was seeking comfort from food and joy from food when I should have been seeking it from the word and from my relationship with Jesus and what he had yeah. for my life. And when I made that shift, oh, it's like the floodgates started yeah. to open. Yeah, man, that's so good. Let's move on to emotional health. Let's move on to emotional health. Let's do it. Um, and we won't go too much longer here because we know we're, we could talk about this topic for probably hours and I'm sure in future ones we will. Um, but the other piece that uh, people don't often realize is so closely tied to your physical health is your emotional and mental health. And this was the big part of the journey for me because guys, honestly, I mean, yes, I did. Used to be 235 pounds and I ended up losing 70 pounds. So there was not, it's not that there wasn't a big physical transformation, but what was revealed underneath all of that was this just uh, this foundation of just anxiety and worry and fear and uh, self-doubt and lack of trust in the Lord. I mean, there were so many things that I just would not have even addressed because I was just going through life doing my thing, you know, drinking my white chocolate mochas and eating <laughs> my pastries. And y'all, I used to work at Starbucks, so I, I ate and drank all the things, but um, tell them, tell them what our drink used to be at the beginning. Oh my gosh. I know we don't really have it time was, for it, but No, we fun. don't, but it, we used to get these, okay, and it was an iced quad venti. Y'all. Extra, extra caramel, caramel macchiato. Like, with toffee nut. Oh yeah, with toffee nut syrup. Oh my gosh. It was Even like saying that, I'm just like, oh, I can't imagine drinking it now. But what I realized underneath my physical unhealth were these, this deep, um, just emotional turmoil that mm. a lot of my clients, I rec- like they start to see this and experience this a few weeks into just working on their health and their habits is that, wow, I didn't realize I ran to food so much to comfort me. I didn't yeah. realize that when I was anxious, I would eat. When I was depressed, I would eat. When I was um, overwhelmed, I would eat. All these different things. And when you remove that coping mechanism and you're choosing to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create health in my life, it requires you to start addressing areas of your life that you maybe haven't talked about mm-hmm. or addressed in a long time. And I had to start, I had to realize that, wow, I really wrestle with anxiety. I really wrestle with depression. I really wrestle with my identity, but all of those things I never would have identified had I not taken the step of working on my physical health. So it was kind of the gateway. And for some other people, it might be the opposite. You might notice that your emotional health is the first thing that comes to the surface. And in dealing with that, it allows you to build a solid enough foundation to start working on the other areas of your health, like your healthy body, your healthy mindset, your healthy habits. But, um, it's not just, that's the thing about health, and I hope you hear this like throughout this entire episode, is that health is not one one vantage point. It's not, it's multifaceted. 
and it is your it is your body it is your mind it is your spirit it is your relationships it is your purpose it's all of these things culminating into this holistic picture of health that i believe is is what we were made for we were made to yeah. experience health in all these areas of our lives but if we just focus on one that's why most people who lose X amount of weight, they gain it back in two years because they probably just focused on their physical body and they didn't, when it came time to do the work to deal with their stress triggers or their emotional triggers or whatever things were lying underneath, they weren't equipped and they weren't ready. They didn't have the tools. They didn't know what to do. And that's the hard part for many people is that they, you can create physical health, but if you don't have the tools to equip you to go beyond that and yeah. to be able to say what habits need to change, what mindsets need to change in order for me to make this long lasting it's going to be really hard to sustain that change because like Jay said, the physical, the outward representation of living in an unhealthy body is just a reflection of an inward struggle that, yeah. that needs to be addressed. So what I know is we're kind of wrapping up, like what do people need in order to be able to do like what you've done in your health over the last you know seven years? Like what has equipped you to be able to do that? So honestly, you just got to have the right vehicle. Yeah. You have to have the right vehicle that will point you towards holistic health, not just weight loss, not just the healthy body portion of things. And I don't know of very many, um, very many things. The program that we utilize to coach our clients is the Optivia program. And here is why it has everything that you need. Like, and there are people that do our program for a diet, but I find they come back for the rest of it. Just like I did, because there is something there is something so powerful about all four of these main ideas. So this is what I would, I mean, Optivia doesn't have to be what you do, but what I would encourage you with is when you are looking for a program to help you get healthy, look for these four things. One, you have accountability with someone like a coach. Everybody needs a coach. I'm just going to say it. Like there's financial coaches, there's parenting coaches. We should all have, and Josh and I have had many different coaches in different yep. seasons of our life. Yep. I don't think there's a season where, like we have a coach right now. Yep. There's always going to be a season where you need people in your life, someone yep. who has gone before you and who can help you go up the mountain. Yep. You need that person. Yeah. That person that can help you do what you've never been able to do before. Two, you need something to help teach your mind to be healthy. And we have this system with Optivia called the Habits of Transformational System, and it's amazing. It helps you learn healthy habits, long-term things, and things in parts of your life that aren't just healthy body and like exercise, but like sleep and energy, your healthy mind. Stress management. Stress management. Like you should be looking for a program that has those components. Like what happens when life just hits you and you don't know what to do? do How do you deal with it? How do you have mental fortitude? Mm-hmm. Those things are probably the most vital things that you can have in your yeah. health journey because you got to be able to weather the storm. Well, and what happens when you can't exercise like you used to? Exactly. What happens when you don't have the time to prep six meals a day every single day and you're yep. not in a season where that's realistic? You need you need something to teach you the tools of how to stay healthy in every season of life regardless of what your circumstances are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that does that for you. Totally. Third thing you want to look for is a solid nutrition plan. Now, this is going to be different depending on who you are and what your specific goals are and those types of things. Some of you really do need to lose weight and maintain their muscle mass and you need to get to a healthy weight quick. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Optivia works really well for that. But seek out a nutrition program that can help you do what you want to do. And if you're not getting the results for that nutrition plan, ask yourself, am I following it? 
Mm-hmm. the way that it's designed we have to have structure in our nutrition there yeah. can't be any of this like wishy-washy like well, and i hear a lot of people like and it's well i am kind of against it touting intuitive eating and the challenge was that with that is that oh, it's a little bit if, dangerous well here's the thing if you if we knew how to intuitively eat we'd all be doing that is not true so <laughs> the reality is that our bodies are currently not now maybe intuitive eating down the road can be something for you but to there start are people with, that i know who do intuitively right. eat and they do it well but to start with that when you're 90 pounds overweight and your body especially high, addiction <laughs> high amounts of sugar and salts and all the things and you have or you have an addiction to some kind of food or whatever it is, it's, that's going to be a hard place to start. Yeah. But what we, oftentimes when we are so out of structure, we kind of need something that jolts our system and, mm-hmm. and jolts, like our body needs something that it's not expecting in mm-hmm. order to help it come out of that place. It's kind of like, we can't just tow on the edge of the water. We got to jump into the deep end and go, I'm going to move from like total lack of structure to I'm going to consistently connect with structure every yeah. single day in this area of my life. Yeah, and I think having structure in our nutrition is so valuable and important. There's so much I want to say on this, but drinking lots of water is super important. And then having the right structure for your goals, again, why a coach is important, and following it. Yeah. Follow the dang plan. Like <laughs> Do what you said you were going to do. Y'all, you could lose weight eating ice cream. I wouldn't suggest it. I wouldn't suggest that. <laughs> but your nutrition plan should make you feel energized. Yeah. It should make you feel... Um, good all throughout your body. It should help other areas of your life get better too. So look for those things. And then the fourth component is you need to have a supportive community. Like so many of us, even in your own homes, like your husband is like the sabotager of your wife or wife, (laughs) both sides. Someone, Someone. I mean, it could be anybody, but there are people, very real people in your world who are like, they're not trying to see you fail, but they're part of the reason why you are feeling. Yeah. And so I don't want you to blame things on that. But, but you've just got to be honest and ask for what you need in that sense. Well, in your own. and not only that, but I would say you need to get connected. Like you can't blame them for the reason why you're unhealthy, but get surrounded by people who are healthy yeah. and who are working on their health and continue to stay, take steps towards that. I believe if anyone plugs into all four of those things in some capacity in a program that offers that, you will see health come to your life and it will be lasting, but you have to plug into all four. This isn't like a, I choose nutrition and I choose a coach. That's 50% of a hundred. So you're not guaranteed a hundred percent of results. But if you want 100% a fulfilling life that you have deep relationships, you have a strong mind that can withstand obstacles. You have someone who's in your corner helping you become better and challenging you and you have an easy to follow structure that allows you to do it and that you don't feel like a failure every single day you found it you found it that is where health is created and you can start to move forward in all of these areas of your life that we've talked about today yeah man we could talk for so much longer i know we really need to be i know we got to wrap it up but all that to say guys we believe in restoration in this area of your yes. life we believe that it's possible not just because uh not just because of our own story but literally the countless stories that people we have walked along who have come from really hard places yeah and created health in not just their bodies but in their minds in their hearts and their spirits and their relationships and the fullness of life that it's that it's awakened them to we see that for you like we see you on the other side of it we see you living that life and we know you might not believe that it's possible right now but one of one of our coaches always says you can borrow on our belief and yep. truly like 
we will believe for you until you see it for yourself. So that being said, I just feel like you should know if that is something that you are wanting and you're you're wrestling in that area, um, reach out to us. You can DM us on Instagram. You can go to um, in our, our link tree on there. There's a free health assessment form if you just want to start there and fill that out. But we we want you to experience restoration in this part of your life. Mm-hmm. And for there's there's some of you right now that are listening to this and it's been years. You have been in this place for years and yeah. you've tried everything and you just you're hearing this going, I want that. Friend, it's possible, but you've got to reach out. You have to take the step of boldness and ask for help in that area. And yeah. we would be honored to talk to you about that. So all that being said, any last things you want to close with? I don't. I just love you all so much. And if you're wrestling with your health, I just want you to know that you're like, this is such a great place for you to be yeah. because um, it means that it matters to you. Yeah. And there is hope for you. Like you don't have to live a life of obesity. You don't have to be the fat girl. You can be what you want to be. Yeah. And I mean that wholly and sincerely. You mm-hmm. can do things you never thought that you could do. Yeah. You can do hard things. Because mm-hmm. this journey, y'all, it has not been easy. No, but, it's been so good. But it has been so good. Yeah. And there's so much goodness that God has for you on the other side of yeah. this hard thing. If this is hard for you. Yeah. And just know you're not alone. Like you have people in your corner who understand what it's like and want to see you live in restorative health. Mm, so good. Well, you guys, as we head out of here, we just want to thank you again for listening to the Restore Living Podcast. If this episode resonated with you or if you were listening to it and you just thought like someone came to your heart, I call those like those, what do they call them? Um, I call like those them God inspired moves. moments. Yeah, those God, those God moments that we have where you're just like, man, this would really bless so-and-so in my life. Go share it with them. Share it with them and, and let them be filled with hope from it. Mm. Um, always to, you know, pay it forward. Share it on social media. Share it in your stories. Tag us. We'd love to just connect with you in that way. Um, again, you can follow us over on Restored Living over on Instagram. And as always, guys, let's go live today restored. Yes. <laughs>